Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish, your favorite podcast ever. My name is Kaylin, one of your hosts. And I'm Christina, your other host. And today we are missing Nina. She's on set all day. Busy, busy Nina. Yeah, she's way cooler than us because she is an actress. But um, we wanted to say thank you to everybody who has been subscribing and leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes and Stitchers. It means the world to us. And a big thank you to everybody who's been sending in questions, comments, everything. We love hearing from you guys. If you have a topic that you want us to talk about, any questions about life, dating, health, fitness, anything, pop culture, yeah, anything you want, send them into actuallyadultish.com. It can be totally anonymous or you can also email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com. You should also like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash actuallyadultish and you should follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at actuallyadult. We always update you with our next topic and just, you know, post fun things on there. It's just a party. <laughs> so, yeah, this week we started school officially. Yes. How's it going, Kaylin? I'm already exhausted and behind. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. It's I only know. week one. <laughs> I know. I was just saying that yesterday. I was like, I feel like I'm just already I'm weeks behind and nothing's happening. Noth- I know nothing's even happened. There no yeah. I haven't no. had a real assignment yet and I'm behind. It's like, crazy. Like yeah. So this weekend Kaylin and I will probably hole up and be glued to our beds and read. Yep. Studying reading. all weekend yeah. long. And it's only week one, so that's the fun the fun college life we're really excited because this week we have another special guest now she's a meditation and life coach right but she wasn't always she didn't start down that path early in life she was in the business world and then had kind of a life change and decided to turn her life around to become healthy and balanced and yes. all that good stuff. We love that. We love a good success story. So yeah, we're really excited today. We have Lynn Goldberg coming onto the podcast. And like Kaylin said, she's a meditation and life coach and she created the app OMG I Can Meditate. I don't know if, well, Kaylin, you don't meditate, right? Never. I got into meditating like a year and a half ago when I had like a bunch of health problems and it really, really helped me. Um, And then as I started getting better, I kind of wasn't as good about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so now it's like I'll try when I have time, but I like have lost my routine recently because I've been so busy. Yeah. Um, But it's so... It's crazy, but I'm really interested to see what Lynn has to say. And yeah, I'm interested too. Definitely as a as a meditation novice, I have no idea (laughs) what it means. So it'll be interesting. And I, so I'm taking an I'm taking a class on aging this quarter. And my professor the other night said that, like all of the the cognitive deterioration that naturally happens as you age, like to seventy, like to when you're like seventy. 80 years old that all of that natural deterioration can be avoided if you regularly meditate through your whole life isn't that crazy it's insane like i don't really know how that works wasn't it it was like meditate and don't and like make sure you're walking right like oh, make yeah. sure you're active yeah. he also said like he what he said was if you don't get basically you're considered sedentary if you're not getting seven thousand steps a day which 
how like, much how many miles do you think sounds that sounds like a lot he said like that's he's like if you walk to campus and back that's easy seven thousand like he's okay. like it shouldn't be a good deal for you but it's more of a problem for older people who are mm-hmm. working all day and like we have to walk to campus but you know but he was saying that if you aren't getting those seven thousand steps a day that that's like the equivalent health-wise of of smoking two packs of cigarettes a day that's like, crazy long term like it has the same effects like i don't really know what that research is he just spouted out that information and yeah. i wrote it down my ears perked up it's interesting though it i mean is. think about how hard it is for people to do that through their lives because right now yeah we're in college we walk to campus but like if you have a desk job or or even not a de- like if you're a doctor or something yeah. you're probably not gonna walk seven thousand steps in your little you know no, like i know and like oh well, i even i noticed it like during summer like i was telling you guys like i'm sore from walking back to class because like, right second half like or during summer i took on- an online class and then you know i wasn't walking to campus like, yeah i was doing all my work just at my desk and like you don't re- like you don't move you no know? and even if you leave you like you go to your car and you drive and you walk in someplace yeah, and you walk out like exactly. you don't you're not constantly no moving. One, yeah so i don't yeah well that's kind of unrelated but it, it's a good it's a good thing related to, to hell yeah but yeah so that will yeah so now we're going to talk about meditation and we are doing another skype call so we are going to get lynn on the line and then we'll get into it we're so excited to be talking to you today. Oh, I'm so forward to it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we have like a million questions for you, but basically, let's start off with how about you just tell us a little bit about your background and your story? Sure. So I'm just going to switch off the this. How's that? That's fine. Okay, perfect. Um, so, yeah, I got started with meditation almost 20 more than 20 years ago, actually, when my mom was uh, diagnosed with colon cancer. And her doctor had said that she should try meditating. And at the same time that she was going through all her treatments, I was going through infertility treatments. So I thought, okay, if it can work for her, maybe it can help me too. And so I did a little bit. I mean, I was like an emergency meditator. So I would try and I would feel better and then I wouldn't keep at it like I I still preferred my uh <laughs> my self-medication which was like Chardonnay or <laughs> <laughs> but I really I wasn't solid with it and then over time it just became something that really helped much more than anything else I was doing and so what were you what was your profession before um, you like became a meditation coach and started the app? Well, I used to run um, a large importing business. So I was on the road all the time. I was in China about four or five times a year. I was in Europe about six times a year. And then I was always on the road all over the United States. Um, and my life was extremely hectic, extremely hectic. Yeah. And how long were you doing that for? I did that for close to 20, 20 years almost. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, I mean, in different permutations of it. And then I would say about 10 years ago, I started um, studying and becoming more interested in changing it up a little bit and looking at how I could get away from that and make my, my career a little bit more heart-centered. Mm -hmm. yeah and so what was it that like 
triggered you to actually make the change? Uh, it was more of a slow process. Okay. So I got divorced, and I had been, um, I, I think I, one of the reasons that my marriage, my first marriage was unsuccessful was because I was so driven and on the road so much, and, you know, it was just a very fast-paced lifestyle. Yeah. And when I started looking at what was really important to me, I had these two beautiful boys that I had adopted. Yeah. And I thought, okay, you know, I'm not with them. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? Right. I have to. So I think it was just looking at how I wanted my life to be and not being driven by fear. And then I was 40 when I got pregnant with my daughter. Um, and I was unmarried at the time. And my now husband and I were a couple, but certainly had no intentions of getting married. And I thought, you know, it's now or never. I'm either going to decide to to make a change and figure out how I can be home and be available to her. Because um, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to get this chance again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So then, well, so let's talk about um, the app. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so how did you come up with the idea for the app? Like, how did it how did it get started? What made you decide to go that route? Uh, it was really meant to be because I was teaching in schools, and all the teachers kept asking me to bring um, little. They kept saying, "Can you make us tapes?" <laughs> <laughs> and I would make them these terrible tapes, and I would bring them one ones like one offs. And they were like, we love your voice. Can you just put something together that's a little bit more comprehensive? And my husband's in the technology business. Okay. That was really meant to be. Yeah. Helpful, definitely. <laughs> you can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, so, like, okay, so you were making these tapes, and then how did that turn into an app? Like, who came up with that? Well, I said to my husband, can you help me do something with technology? <laughs> will help us, like... You have to appreciate that. I'm not so technically savvy. Yeah. And he is. So he said, uh, that it's called an app, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. So so he, like, did he develop it? Yeah. He and we have um, two other partners who are both really strong um, on the technology side. I wrote all the content, and it was basically taking all of the stuff that I wanted to give to the people that I was teaching, you know, it was, it, it was exactly, exactly what we hoped we could give people, which is all the things that when you're sitting in a class with someone, you want them to be able to take home with them. Yeah. And an app, obviously, you know, we wanted to be able to give them an alarm clock so that they could wake up and use the alarm and go right into a, um, a meditation. We wanted them to have all those tools, some reminders during the day so that they would remember to meditate, you know, stuff like that, that was on a phone. So easy. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we've been, oh, I've been using it. And that's one of the things I like. I've tried other meditation apps too. And I, most of them don't have those features. And that's why I like your app so much. Like, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no. So how did you come up with the name? I love, I love the name. OMG, I can meditate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were hoping that we would find something that was really made it made it be what it is, which is completely accessible. We weren't into all Sanskrit words and we didn't want it to be unapproachable. We wanted it to be like 
oh my God, anybody could do this. Yeah. And, and the name was like, who are we trying to make feel comfortable with it? And it wasn't, you know, the person who's been sitting on a mountaintop for the past 30 years. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the newbie, right? How do you get someone who feels like, oh, it's not for me. I can't meditate to feel comfortable with something. So Yeah. So did you come up with the, the title? My husband did. Okay. He's he woke a, up. And, he's a genius. No, he, he is a genius. He woke up in the middle of the night and he's like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. A total epiphany. <laughs> so then one of the questions we have, this is kind of a strange question, but like in the app, you talk so calmly and you're so serene and relaxing. Did you have to learn to talk like that to like make the <laughs> app? I don't know. How did you go about that? You're so cute. You know that when people meet me, they're like, oh, my God, that's the voice. (laughs) I know. I was, like, wondering. I was like, I wonder if when we talk to her, if she'll, like, really sound like just like the app or if she, like, (laughs) talks differently for the app. (laughs) No, I think that's how I talk. No, it, it, like, is. Like, it's very impressive. (laughs) I feel like you were born to make a meditation app. <laughs> I feel like that too, actually. So there you go. It worked out. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So let's just, we want to like move into talking about meditation in general. Um, what do you think are like some of the most common misconceptions about meditation? I think the first thing is that people who, who try it think that they're supposed to get their mind to be blank. Yeah. Right? And then they give up because they have thoughts like all of us do. And so one of the things that we really try to reassure people is that it's completely normal to have thoughts. And part of that is meditating, right? Just noticing the thought and then coming back to whatever it is that you're focusing on is a meditation. So that's one huge misconception. Another thing I think people think is that they have to have tons of time. Yeah. And, you know, what we also let people know is that you just need 10 minutes and 10 minutes, you know, instead of going through an Instagram feed, you can find 10 minutes. Yeah. Very true. That's, that's one of the things we wanted to ask you, like how, how often do you think someone needs to like be meditating to see results? So the science is pretty clear. Um, they did these MRIs of people's brains and they did it over so complete brand new beginner meditators. They had never meditated before and they took MRIs of their brains and they saw that just with eight weeks of meditation practice between 10 and 30 minutes a day. So, and on the, some of the other um, research shows like, 10 minutes a day, it, it's basically getting you to the place where you're starting and practicing regularly. Yeah. But, but as little as 10 minutes a day and as much as 30 to 40 minutes a day physically changes your brain. That's crazy. Yeah. So the brain, the part of your brain that's responsible for your fight-flight response mm-hmm. is the amygdala, that ancient part of your brain, actually shrinks so that fight-flight response, which triggers all of that stress reaction, like all the cortisol and adrenaline and all that stuff, actually shrinks when you meditate. In just eight weeks, you said? Yeah. That's, that's so amazing. They've actually found it even less. I mean, that was one study where they were doing MRIs of people's brains. They're actually finding that you'll see results 
almost immediately. Yeah, that's incredible. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, what are some of the most common reasons people give you for not wanting to meditate? Like what, what excuses do people give for avoiding meditation? Um, I'm not good at this, right? Yeah. That's um, which, of course, everybody's good at it. it. It's not something that you have to be good at. <laughs> it's just what's scary for most people is that it's really hard to be quiet. And when we get quiet, we often have those conversations with ourselves that we just keep pushing away throughout the day. Mm. <laughs> right? And, you know, I just saw a Louis C.K. clip that was brilliant, and he's talking about um, just being in, uh, in the car and having to be on your phone all the time because you just don't want to sit in silence. Yeah. And it's true, we just don't like that because all of those terrible self-doubts and all of that stuff keeps coming up. And so people just feel uncomfortable with it. But that's a question of completely getting used to it so that you change your relationship to having those thoughts. And instead of finding them overwhelming and scary, if you sit with them for a couple of minutes, they dissipate. And then you're like, hey, I got this. This is not so bad. Yeah. I think also people just, I mean, just in general, besides not wanting to be quiet, they just don't want to stop and slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people feel like if they're not always busy, they're not being productive. Mm, productive. And it's yeah. hard for someone to understand that that slowing down can be very productive. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. That's that's a huge point. And I mean, we call it human beings, not human doings, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I love that. I didn't think of that. <laughs> um, so... Okay, going back to like some specifics. So, so just you're saying like just like ten minutes a day is good, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Um, is that like every day? Well, does it? Do you think it's still as fine if it's just a few times a week? So it's much more important that you're consistent mm-hmm. than the duration of time that you meditate. So I would say set the alarm ten minutes every single day. Just do it. And don't say to yourself, oh, I'm going to do it on Saturday. I'm setting aside 45 minutes because that's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. First of all, it's just not nearly as effective. Think about like if you were training to be, um, I don't know, an athlete, you would would run, right? Or you would do whatever exercise you had to do every day. Um, You would make sure that, or if you were practicing the piano, you would be practicing your, your scales every day. It's the same thing. You build up your attention span, your muscle memory by doing it every day. It's funny because I feel like it's this people have the same type of excuses for not wanting to try meditation or not meditating as they do for exercising. Mm -hmm. Uh You know, I don't have time. I don't like it. It's hard. Like, and it's, it's, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. No, it is kind of, it's kind of the same when you think about it. It's like an exercise, but for your yeah brain you know like it's it's different sure for sure that's exactly what it is i think it's hard for people i think people don't really like being put outside of their comfort zone you know we don't like to people don't like to try new things that they think that they're not good at Mm -hmm. you know it's just really sad and especially because i feel like meditation isn't something that you are like good at you know you're just doing it Right. There's, there's nothing that you can do wrong when you meditate. Yeah. So 
if you're having thoughts, that's okay. If you're feeling sad and you have an emotion, that's cool too. The only thing that happens when you meditate is that you get all the benefits of it. So there is no, like, there's no scorecard except that your body is going to release oxytocin and serotonin. So those are your feel-good hormones and your love hormone. You're quieting your heart rate. You're um, lowering your blood pressure. You're normalizing your digestive tract. You're helping build your immune system. You're rejuvenating your skin. All that stuff that happens when you meditate. So, like, it's it's the single best thing you can do for yourself, and it doesn't take a hell of a lot of time, and it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. You can put Wait, any- can we go back to the rejuvenating your skin? <laughs> can you tell me more about that? I have not heard that one before. Yeah, they did tests on people that had eczema. Mm. And they found that um, meditation actually helped them with their eczema. Because um, when you meditate, you release, gro- you release um, growth hormones and you release DHEA. Wow. So th- those are basically healing good for your immune system, which is your skin, right? Your skin is your largest. You're, you're healing your body yeah. from the inside out. So it I shows think- up. Yeah. And it's like, there's all this scientific research showing all these benefits, but I think it's also people have such a hard time grasping or just like believing like the power of the mind, you know, like that it can actually do all that thing, like all those things. Yeah. But there's real, it's, it's like been scientifically shown, you know? Yeah. Well, if you think about it, you know, our minds and our bodies are completely interrelated. So you know it anyway because someone has a heart attack and they go, oh, he was so stressed. And yeah. and so we know that heart disease is linked to stress. But we don't think of it for other diseases for some reason. But of course, it's the same thing. It's even good for weight loss. You know, when you're stressed, you release cortisol, which is basically has a whole host of effects. It, it increases your appetite. It causes stress eating. It makes you... Um, get that adipose layer, you know, the, the belly yeah. fat. It's, uh, it's just good for everything. <laughs> no, it really is. Holistically good. So going back to more kind of specifics, do you think there's a, um, a time of day to meditate that's better than another? Like, is it better to meditate in the morning or at night? So we say RPM, which is rise, pee, meditate. Okay. <laughs> the idea is that it's better to do it first thing in the morning because your brain doesn't get so busy that time. You know, you're mm-hmm. sort of kind of calmer. You're just waking up. You have less on your mind. And also, when you get into the later parts of the day, it can get away from you. Right? Yeah. You have every intention of meditating, and then, of course, something happens. So just get up, set the alarm, and do it. <laughs> yeah. And I like the idea of starting the day off with like a clean slate you know like your brain your mind a clean slate yeah it kind yeah. of clear could have used that this morning yeah I know, <laughs> it's, it's also nice because you set your intention and then of course whatever you're bringing your attention to helps make it happen right yeah so what about like good places to do it so there is no good place to do it the only place that's good is the place that you'll do it. <laughs> so, I mean, I used to meditate in my bathroom because that was a place where I could lock the door and my mm-hmm. kids would bother me. Or in my car, not when I was driving, obviously, but just like when I would park the car and have like 20 minutes to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you could do it anywhere. I, you know, now I have a, a whole room with all incense and it's really great that I have it because there's energy in the room and you walk in and you feel it. Plus the smell of the incense makes me like, it's like Pavlov's dog. I get yeah. triggered. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, so you have like a whole meditation room. I do. It's amazing. Wait, tell us about that. What else is in it besides the incense? So I have some beautiful pictures of people that I love. And I have um, a couple of statues. And I have this uh, whole bunch of candles. And I have this really nice waterfall sound. Like this. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's just really beautiful. We need mm-hmm. one of those. <laughs> I know. So that kind of leads us into our next question is what's your meditation routine now? And maybe how has it changed kind of over the years? So I'm the poster child for how, <laughs> how meditation routine can change. Because it used to be I would do it either in the, you know, when I was going through infertility treatments, I would bring my headphones in and I would listen to John Kabat-Zinn <laughs> as I was going through infertility treatments. So mm-hmm. that was the opposite of soothing. <laughs> um, not to say that he's not soothing. He's amazing. But, <laughs> but, but it was just like with the doctors and it was horrible. Um, and then I would have these panic attacks at two in the morning. I would wake up with my heart racing and I would meditate then. or you know, mm-hmm. So I truly didn't have a practice. And now I have every single morning, I not missed a morning in, I don't know, maybe... 12 years, Um, I wake up, and even when I'm traveling, I mean, it's just, it's what I do. I wake up, I meditate, um, I do some breathing exercises, I have a little yoga practice, um, I have my, my little rituals that really make me feel like my day is starting fresh, and I feel rejuvenated, and like I'm coming into the day with all of my best self yeah one thing i wanted to ask so like in the app you know like so for people who haven't tried it they you can like start off with like there's like an intro week like uh-huh um you know, like your first week it goes day one day two through seven and then she kind of guides you through it um so you know you start off and you say to like be sitting sitting and like not laying down can you talk yeah. more about that so a lot of people, if they're lying down, they fall asleep. Mm, yeah. And then you start to associate meditation and sleeping. Okay. And it's not that it's bad. Obviously, if you fall asleep a couple of times, it's what your body needed. Yeah. But if you start to do it habitually, then you're not meditating, you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, right. That's very true. Have you ever fallen asleep while you meditated? Oh, 100%. It's one of the, like, it's a guarantee. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's like a couple of things that can happen when you meditate. And one of them is falling asleep. And it's not to say that it's, you know, a bad thing necessarily. It's just that if it happens all the time, then your body's telling you something. Mm, Yeah. So for your routine, how long do you spend each morning usually meditating? Um, Well, so a normal, if I have all my time in the world, I'll spend, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes meditating in the morning. I'll do it again in the afternoon. Um, and then I have breathing exercises that are probably another 15, 20 minutes. And then my yoga practice, which is about an hour. That's so, so nice. That yeah. sounds like such a nice day. <laughs> That's 
beautiful. But I mean, I get up at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I've had it all done. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also used to it now. You know, it yeah. doesn't feel like something that I go to bed relatively early and it's just how my body rolls now. I don't feel yeah. good to do that. Yeah. But so, I, this so. is not to say that everyone should try this at home. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the expert, so. Yeah, I this know. is not you know I wouldn't start off that way because you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, it's definitely. it's just you know do your ten minutes and you'll see. I didn't ever think I could do ten minutes, and then once ten minutes started, it was like okay, that feels like I could add another five minutes, and and that's what we do in the app. We add time slowly, so by the end of the practice, you're meditating twenty five thirty minutes if you want to. Um, and it doesn't feel like anything. We have people saying, wow, I don't know how that happened. But now, like, I'm doing it easily. Yeah. Right. So in your own life, what are the improvements that you've seen since you started meditating regularly? Oh, my gosh. My whole life. It's totally different. So first of all, um, with regards to snapping at people and just flying off the handle and getting overwhelmed by stuff. Yeah. Um, that just doesn't happen anymore. Um, I have two boys that have learning disabilities and ADHD and all kinds of hyperactivity and stuff. Mm -hmm. And when they were little, I was a basket case. You know, I was like screaming all the time and it mm -hmm. was unpleasant. And I figured I needed to figure out a way to deal with them better. And that's one of the gifts that meditation gave me was just this an unbelievable ability to just be present and be with them and not have to lose my temper. I had other resources. Yeah. So that's a biggie. Um, the other thing is just in terms of how I see the world, um, my way of feeling about stuff is just very, very different. I don't, I don't sweat the small stuff, as cliche as that sounds, but it just is just so much easier to really see the big picture because when you're meditating you that's what we do we learn how to step back and really see the forest for the trees and not get lost in all the little petty stuff mm -hmm. yeah i well i was kind of talking to talking about this earlier but i was telling kaylin how i used to like meditate regularly um like i got into it like a, a year ago when i i had really bad health problems and like my anxiety I have an anxiety disorder and like my anxiety was at all time high I was having panic attacks all the time and my health was really bad um, and my doctors like my GI was telling me you need to meditate because it'll help your stomach it'll help you digest things like and I just didn't I was like you know you're full of shit like, <laughs> I, I don't have time for that I'm so anxious and then my you know my therapist is like you really need to meditate like it'll help you calm down and I was like I don't I just like didn't believe that just like stopping would I just didn't think it would do anything I felt like it was a waste of time you know I just felt like there was enough time in the day and then I got into it and I noticed that like after I started doing it regularly I felt like like what you're saying like I wasn't so snappy mm -hmm. and I, I think everybody who knows me knows I just every little every little thing is a huge deal for me <laughs> like every like no, every, true the small stuff it's not small nothing small it's all big and I was so I like didn't recognize myself because things would happen I'd just be like okay like I was just so calm and then 
as my health started improving and I w- had more energy, I was busier and then I kind of got out of it. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed it come back. You know, right. I felt yeah. like I, I was back. I could tell I was just snapping at people. I'm just super, just being randomly really bitchy. And, you know, like I just... I, that everything everything turned into a big deal again and I noticed it like I like lost it you know so but I think I don't know I just really want people to have an open mind and you know it's 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 insane how much it can change your personality you know I couldn't agree with you more and I I um I urge you to start again you know yeah. it's it's so easy to get out of the habit and if you just Tell yourself it's like taking medication, and if you stop taking your medication, you're, it's not going to work, yeah. right? Same deal. It's free so. medication, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's true. It's I know, true. I know. So, as you know, we are a podcast for college students, um, young, 20 something year olds, kind of struggling through life. So, one of the questions we just wanted to ask you was just kind of to talk about meditation in the college context in general. What can call you know what can college students kind of glean from this, and how can they fit it into their daily lives? So you know, I, I have lots of clients that are college age, and I think college is a really nobody really gets how stressful that actually is. Yeah, thank you for saying that. <laughs> My parents no, are like, you're just you're just you're, you're just taking classes. Yeah, you're making a big deal of it. <laughs> I'm like, you don't it's not like how it was even just ten years ago. It's you know No college, first of all, aside from, you know, just the regular stress of taking tests and all of that and the performance anxiety, mm-hmm. there's also it's a time where you're in limbo because you don't know what you're gonna be, right? Yeah. And I liminal think, stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a very unsettling time. So, so for finding yourself and transforming yourself and giving yourself the best tools to be able to listen to, um, to yourself, really understand who you actually are without all the labels that we put on ourselves. Um, and, and, you know how that goes, right? Because you're someone's friend, you're in this clique, you're, you're a student, you've got all the labels that you've given yourself to fit in. Yeah. And, and when we're in that zone, we don't hear our voices and our, we don't listen to our inner voice, really. So it, when you quiet your mind, you can actually listen and listen deeply. And that's vitally important at your age. Yeah. Do you know... If there have been any, like, specific studies relating meditation with, like, test performance? Of course. Uh, you know, and off the top of my head, for me to quote the exact study is more than my brain can do. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I don't expect you to. <laughs> no, but, but there are many, many. Um, first of all, it improves memory, and there's been, uh, there's been studies that have shown how college students actually improve memory. It, there was uh, students that were taking tests that were under stress, that they had taken um, um, samples of their, of their, give me a hint, their gums, mm. had sort of scraped them, and then they measured how long it took their gums to heal. Oh, and wow. they were able to see that through meditation, they were able to heal faster. The ones that meditated healed faster. You know, I actually, now that you're saying this, I think I learned about this study. I, I did learn about that study. I took a class um, about health psychology. 
Uh-huh. And we had a lecture on like yoga and meditation and they I remember them mentioning that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's insane. That's crazy. Isn't it? It's yeah. just cool. I mean, it's just really cool. So, yeah, it it's um it's great for college students. It helps with long-term memory also. You don't learn when you're stressed because what happens is you don't process the information. Yeah. So it doesn't, so you don't, you're not able to store memory when you're feeling anxious. Yeah. It's one of the best things you could do actually to help you learn something. And even like not, besides not being able to process the information, Mm -hmm. I feel like, like sometimes I'll go into a class and I'll just have so much on my brain. I'm like not even listening at all. Yeah. Let alone like listening but just like not processing it i'm just my head is just spinning i have so many thoughts you know to be able to quiet that is so vital yeah so i mean we all do that we do it in different ways Uh, you ever go to the beach and you're sitting there and you're at the beach but your mind is still at the fight you had last night with your boyfriend yeah so i had a boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) i mean we do that and it's not being present and so obviously what the first thing you practice when you're being mindful is being in the present moment. Yeah. So I think, I mean, for me, one of the hardest things about coming to college was like, I just felt like I was never alone. Like I never had alone time. I was in the dorms and, you know, you're sharing your room with two other people. And when you're in class, like you're just, I just never had alone time. And I'm like the kind of person that likes to be alone. So mm-hmm. How would you, like, what would you tell somebody who said that? Like, they're like, I, I'm interested in starting to meditate, but I just never have alone time. I never have a time where it's quiet. So, like I said, I used to sit in my car and meditate. I would go into the bathroom and lock the door and meditate. Um, I've been known to you know, sit on a park bench and meditate. Um, and You can meditate anywhere. I go to churches often and just sit in the back and just be quiet just because it's quiet you know yeah there's so many places museums beautiful places to meditate. Yeah. <laughs> like anywhere i anywhere think I feel, I feel like a good place would be like on campus on the grass or somewhere you know it's hard like i'm just trying to think i like i want to give people like tan- like a plant like i want you know i want like people to understand that they can actually do this i want them to leave listening to this podcast thinking, okay i'm gonna do this this is what i can do and like if you're in the dorms and you don't have a bathroom that you can lock yourself when you have two roommates like i would say you know you could go on campus and go to an open field you know like yeah. you know you don't want something that's weather dependent oh really so, so well yeah because if it rains then your your meditation well, yeah so what i would say is with the with the app you just put the earphones on And you could be anywhere. I mean, people meditate on the subway. Yeah. We literally have meditations for subways. (laughs) And we have them for uh, walking. And it's just cultivating that habit. So it's we do guided meditations for walking. As long as you have earphones, you can be anywhere. So do do your eyes need to be closed to be, like, meditating? Well, so there's different forms of meditation. Okay. Um, so if your eyes are closed that's and you're concentrating on your breath or your mantra or whatever it is, then that's one form of meditation. But 
you know, there's walking meditations where your eyes are open and you're just observing all of the things that you're seeing and you're paying attention to the sensations in your feet. And, and if you're being fully mindful, all your five senses are engaged. Um, you're smelling the different smells that you smell. You're noticing the sounds around you. And that's, that's a form of mindfulness as well. So it, that's something that you practice. And as you practice your meditation practice, which is the one with your eyes closed sitting in silence, you then are able to also practice the other one. So would you say for a beginner to like start off with closing your eyes, sitting down? Yeah, I would say the, the easiest way to start is by following, you know, we have that 12-week program mm -hmm. because that, that takes you through from the very, very ultimate beginner to and, and gives you step-by-step -step instructions so that by the end of it, you're like, I got this. Yeah. Now, what I love, I love that it really does instruct you through because, like I've said, I use other apps and a lot of them are just like, it's quiet. It, like there's no instruction <laughs> and I feel like that can be hard um, if you're just trying to get into it and you really don't know what you're doing you know because like I like how like towards like I think one of the very first ones you're like you say like like listen to the sounds around you like acknowledge the sounds but you know like it's okay to like hear other sounds and I remember when I was first trying to start meditating I was using an app like that was kind of just like beach noises it was like a meditation app and it was just like beach noises and then noises other noises would i would like hear other noises in my apartment and then i'd get really frustrated i'm like i don't think i'm supposed to be hearing other noises <laughs> like you know so right. i think it's really helpful to have like actual instruction well you know as as easy and as not complicated as meditation is there's also a whole process to it mm -hmm. and to just learn how to sit in silence for 10 minutes is great. And that's the first week and we offer that free and anyone can learn that. But then there's all of the benefits that we talked about and those come with a little bit more instruction and a little bit more practice. Yeah. So, you know, to fully get all the benefits that you can from your practice it's nice if someone helps you along. It's it's mm -hmm. not to say that you might not get there on your own. You might, yeah. but it's kind of it's kind of nice when you have someone helping you and taking you by the hand. <laughs> I definitely think so. I agree. So, what tips would you give to someone who wants to start meditation, has never done it before? Like plugging for myself here, never done it. After this conversation, kind of want to. <laughs> So first of all, I would say just pick a time and stick to it. So if you, you know, whenever time you're going to wake up, make sure that you're doing it on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I like is setting my alarm clock and then going right into my meditation. Um, the second thing that I would say is when you have those thoughts like I'm not doing this properly or oh, this isn't working or all of that keep at it because like you just said you know you did it for a period of time and then you stopped it's it's really it only works if you do it every day yeah um and then I guess that brings me to my third point which is do it every day so make sure that you spend the 10 minutes and are consistent with it um and then find a place that makes you feel good 
and go there. So I, I mean, I have a perfect spot right now, but for years I, I didn't. And it was, it was okay to do it in my car. Like it was fine as long as I did it. Yeah. How long would you say, like, like what if somebody's like, I've been doing this for like five days and I don't notice any differences. Like how long would you say to tell somebody to give to like start feeling different? So they say it takes about 21 days to start a habit Mm -hmm. because neuroplasticity and that's how long it takes for your brain to start to rewire and for habits to start to develop um so that it'll start to you'll start to probably notice that it's getting a little bit easier after 21 days um and people around you are probably going to notice the changes more than you will right at first yeah (laughs) so i mean i know that my husband certainly noticed way before i noticed Mm -hmm. What did he say? Oh, it's like, you know, here I am, this like zen, quiet person (laughs) compared to the the crazy screaming maniac. (laughs) That's so, okay, yeah, that's funny. Um, I want to, like you talked about it before, but I really like want to pound in the benefits of meditation. So we talked about like it can improve your memory. It can improve digestion. Isn't there stuff about improving like athletic performance as well? Well, for sure, because and we have a lot of athletes actually that use it because you know, that expression of being in the zone. Yeah. I mean, that's when your mind and your body are completely in the same place at the same time. Right. Yeah. So if you're completely present, then you can achieve that that athletic prowess. It's that mind over matter. You know, you you're there. You're paying your fullest attention. You have your mind and your body completely synced up. Um, so yeah, for sure, it helps with athletic ability. It helps with, as you said, digestion. Mm-hmm. It helps with healing. It helps with. Um, let me walk you through what happens when your body is when you're in fight flight right you're releasing cortisol and adrenaline which of course increases your heart rate increases your blood pressure um and anything that isn't something that you need to do immediately to get away from that danger shuts down so your sex life is not important when you're running away from a saber-toothed tiger your digestion isn't important because you're not sitting down to have a meal. You're running. Mm-hmm. Your blood platelets actually start to get sticky um, when you're because if you're scratched, you want to make sure you don't bleed out. So when you meditate, it's the actual antidote to all of that. Um, it helps with sex. It helps with um, your skin. It helps with your blood pressure, your heart rate, you your blood. Um, isn't sticky it normalizes your digestion normalizes uh you're releasing feel-good hormones so your mood improves um all of that yeah and and cortisol is highest at what time of the day oh don't know like in the morning so i feel like that's also another reason why it's great to wake up and start your day that way i didn't know that but that's really cool yeah so, um, I think that that's, yeah, that's great. So many benefits. It's amazing. So going back to the app, let's, why don't you just like 
tell people who maybe haven't used it before, like how it works, like what they do to, to get started? So you could either go to iTunes or go to our website, um, which is www.omgmeditate.com and download it. And then it takes you through, uh, you have the first week that's completely free. And we gave your listeners um, a code that they can use if they want to get a discount as well. So you can tell them about that. Mm-hmm. But, but basically we have um, the first week of meditation, which is all the stuff that you need to know to get your practice started. How to sit, what to do, what's normal, what's not normal, all that kind of stuff. And then, as I said, it goes into all of the developing stuff. So it's a 12-week program. And every single day, you kind of get two minutes of a learned new technique. And then over the end of the, uh, by the end of it, you've really mastered this whole subject. And then in addition to that, we have hundreds of specialty meditations for everything. Like we have one, my boss is a jerk. Um, <laughs> all about compassion for yourself and for other people. We have... Um, one that I suggest everybody do, which is called Blanket of Love, which is just the most, if anyone's ever had the feeling like, I'm so stupid, why did I say that? I'm such an idiot. I highly recommend Blanket of Love. Um, I need to do it, that. I know. It'll, make you feel, it'll make you feel differently about, about yourself and about other people as well. Um, that one is like perfect for people our age. I feel like right now is such a hard emotional time it's a it's a cycle of beating yourself up and then lashing out and then beating yourself up (laughs) you know i think it's universal i don't think it ends when you get to be my age either yeah of course i think people beat themselves up and i think that we all have those inner voices and actually if you ask me one of the biggest things that meditation helped me with it's not having those voices anymore it's learning some compassion for myself and feeling much much happier with myself yeah, um, so important. Yeah, and, and, and it's just, you know, probably the hardest thing for all of us is we have all of those voices in our heads, and it's our parents' voices or it's our voices of our community or, you know, of how we should be and what we should do and all those shoulds and and then how we're not measuring up in some ridiculous way. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what we really work on in in, um, meditation is getting over the shoulds and getting to what feels good for you really allowing your authentic self to come through that's something we love to talk about on the podcast like just all the pressures we feel from society and from other people just to do certain things to act certain ways and like I just think in today's world it's so easy for and everybody's so busy people forget to they feel like they don't have time to take care of themselves. They don't put themselves first, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's so important to do things to really take care of yourself. And it's not even just, like, this is like your health, you know? Yeah, it's your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's we have um, in one of our, one of the meditations, we actually say, put your, put your mask on first. And, you know, it's like the airplanes when you get on and they say, if you have a child, put your own mask on first so that you, and it's, if we are not okay, then there's no way we can be okay to the people around us. Very true. So it's, it's, it's self-care and, and, you know, I know I'm 
okay if I've gone through my routine and if I, for some reason, have to cut it short or something, you know, let's say I'm getting on an early flight. If I don't get to my routine at one point, then I am cranky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And going back to the exercise analogy, it's kind of like the same thing. It's like once you get into an exercise routine, you know, and that becomes a daily part of your life, you like, you like. Your day isn't complete yeah. unless you do it. Like, I noticed that, too. Like, I feel cranky if I haven't done that, if I haven't, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Or, like, also just, like, yoga. Like, you know, I feel like yoga and meditation are so connected. Um, And yoga can can be such a great form of meditation, I think. For sure. I mean, one of the reasons that you practice yoga is it's, it's, you know, the the limbs of yoga Mm -hmm. is so that you get to meditation yeah so that you're able to sit in meditation and that's what you practice you practice uh, building that so when you're connecting body and breath which is what you're doing in your yoga practice as you get better at that the idea is that that way you can sit and and just have the breath (laughs) maybe that could be a good way if someone's having a really hard time maybe try starting with yoga and then you can it can help you like Segue into into just being able to sit. You know, whatever you do is all good. Um, But I can tell you that 10 minutes, devoting 10 minutes, anybody can devote 10 minutes. Yeah. And one of the things that you don't want to do is set off these lofty ideals and then not get to it. So, yeah, I'm going to practice yoga, but I only have, I can only do it twice a week. And I, it's only, it's an hour each time and all those reasons become, and I have to get my mat and I have to go here and, you know, just just wake up, lie in your bed, <laughs> spend 10 minutes and do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So like Lynn was saying, she has been generous enough to give us a little um, free two weeks of premium access to the app, OMG, I Can Meditate. So it's through a link and it's going to be linked in the show notes for the show. So you can just click on that link and then get your two weeks free. So make sure you do that. Thank you so much for giving that to our listeners. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited for them to try it and uh, hopefully get the benefits as soon as possible. Yeah. I think everyone's going to love it. I love it. So it's getting me back into my routine. So I'm really excited. Oh, I'm happy about that. Yeah. And this was like perfect timing because we like, we just started school this week. So it's, we're all a little stressed. We're balls. all stressed out getting back into our routine. So you're getting like we're getting back into our school routine. So it's a perfect time to start getting into like a meditation routine. You know, you just you just wake up ten minutes early, earlier. That's not a big deal. No. You know. Um. So yeah, thank you so much for talking to us today. I think, I mean, I learned a lot. Yeah, it me was too. Very valuable, and I'm like so excited for everybody to hear this. Because I really want everyone to use this app. And I love the app. Well, thank you so much, guys. It was great talking to you. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, thanks again. And we will be in touch with you. I want to keep you updated on my meditation. Um, I have money here. Please let me know. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Terrific. Okay, well, have a great day. You too, guys. All right, bye. bye. Well, that was very informative. That was interesting. Yeah. I like maybe I'll start meditating. <laughs> I think you should. It, like 
relit that fire in my belly. I wanna, I wanna rejuvenate my skin. <laughs> oh my god, no! When she said it, like, it, oh, it helps with skin. I was like, what? I know. I what? Never I'm gonna heard, do it. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. But it sounds like, I don't know. I mean, it's just so much. It's like too easy to be true. Is how I feel. Right. You know, it's so holistic. It does yeah. everything. But it's awesome. So I think that we should. We need to like, we'll like hold each other accountable. We, yeah, I know. Like, Did you meditate? Did you meditate? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. So like we said, make sure you click the link that's in the show notes and that will give you two weeks of free of premium, premium access of the app. OMG, I can meditate. And like she said, you can download it on iTunes or at omgmeditate.com. It's a really good app. I really, really like it. And yeah. Thanks for listening, and hopefully this inspired you to start meditating. Do it. No excuses. 10 minutes a day. Exactly. So easy. So if you like this, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss any new episodes. It's totally free. And leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. It would mean the world to us. And as always, send in any other questions or topics you want us to talk about on our website actuallyadultish.com or you can email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com and we will talk to you again next week bye Bye.